ladies and gentlemen, and once again, welcome back to Fleet Liquor. I'm your host, John, and it's been a couple hours ago, I get you, I understand you, but hey, like I said, most of my, this is a day off, and I get my business the best chance to catch up on all the information I have to do, and give you my, I am taking what's going on in the world of football, so, um, it was in the past, I'm usually, you know, scheduling day, work at night, I guess you could say, in a nutshell, so, I don't get a chance until possibly on days off, or if I really feel like I'm down to work, I have to do a uh, an episode for you guys, guys and gals. Um, sometimes maybe 11.30, almost midnight. So, again, this is the best chance for me to catch up on all the, it's all going on in the world of football. Um, I probably won't get a chance to catch up on it this episode, but hopefully in the next episode I'll get a chance to catch up on it, and then we'll, we'll kind of go from there. As I said in my last episode, hopefully here very shortly, of course, the draft, the NFL draft is two weeks away, and April 27th. Lovely the draft time is uh, starting at 3 o'clock, I believe, um, ABC, ESPN, and NFL Network. I believe all three networks are carrying the NFL draft, as the NFL draft will be held in the Super Bowl champ city, Kansas City. Um, I believe it was the tight end, Travis Kelsey. I, I want to say he's had pre-draft party or something like that, I believe. I could be wrong on that, but I believe Travis Kelsey's having one of those types of parties. I know um, Rob Gronkowski has been known to be a party animal when he was uh, in the offseason and played for the New England Patriots back in the day. But um should be very interesting. Uh, Travis Kelsey has been riding the high since winning the Super Bowl. He didn't host the Saturday night, Saturday night Live. I didn't get a chance to see the Saturday Night Live episode, but I'm sure it was entertaining. I know it was. Travis is a Seems like a pretty entertaining guy from what, from what I can tell. So, um, but again, it should be it should be great for the city of Kansas City to have the NFL draft, and certainly the we talked about last last episodes with Bryce Young, or be CJ Stroud, why Anthony Richardson was surprised at the draft. Again, we give you my give you my intakes of that episode. Um, like on the last episode we talked about, it seemed to be that um, there's a possibility that Bryce Young may move into a pool for him as the possible number one draft pick uh, in this in this year's NFL draft. More likely that Young is number one. We're guessing CJ Stroud be number two to the Houston Texans. And it's but it's interesting listening to Marco Reigns. Uh, he says that if if they were to draft a quarterback, don't look for this guy to be the franchise, you know, the franchise mover and shaker. You know, there's still a lot of ways to go, a lot of pieces to be filled. And yes there is. But again, there's there's a few pieces on the defensive side of the ball. Um, again, you got a pretty good left tackle that you got pretty that you signed in the offseason for many, many more years to come. You hopefully get a young quarterback to lead you. Then you got a decent running game, Devin Singletary, and Damian Pierce. Um, you do have a veteran in Robert Woods, uh, John Meacham, a couple of, you know, a couple of, a couple of receivers, uh, and also you have Nico Collins standing with as well. Again, I, you know, I would love to see a Receiver, but it should be very interesting. And again, they did get uh, David Schultz from the Houston, from the uh, Dallas Cowboys. They did sign him, so it's certainly a huge upgrade at tight at tight end. But again, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Again, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of rumors going around. We'll talk about the Arizona Cardinals maybe later on in this episode. We'll discuss something that maybe the Arizona Cardinals might be interested in even trading their third overall pick in the draft. That is a rumor going around. Are certain, uh, as 
to my understanding, as word has gotten around, that they are certainly taking phone calls as a possibility on trading up near the field at all, picking draft to head to the QP and many of more draft picks for the Cardinals. They have been in the news lately. Not not a lot of flattering news. Um, but we'll, hopefully there will be a chance to talk about the Niners episode, talk about this next episode. If not, we'll follow up on another episode. But again, it should be very interesting. Um, as we start to look at our podcast, for those that join us for the very first time, I want to say thank you for doing so. And as always, invite your friends, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your fellow co-workers. Um, recommend to invite a friend by all means. Invite them on in. Like I said before, and I'll say it again. We're all, we're all family. We're all friends here. And uh, for those who knew from day one, I want to say thank you for doing so. Again, invite your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your fellow co-workers. Whoever you need to invite, please, by all means. I'm certainly, uh, certainly try to get as many viewers as I can as possible. I'm going to enjoy doing this. Like I said before, here it's been almost two years that I've done this podcast and again, I love doing it. love talking nothing but football to you guys. Um, again, if you've got any questions for me whatsoever, reach me out on Facebook. You can reach me on Spotify. The two places you can reach me, reach me out on to answer any question whatsoever. It doesn't matter what the question is. Any football-related question, please, by all means. Yeah, or, or your opinion. Maybe you got an opinion on, on a certain player, your favorite team, uh, a coach, your take on the NFL trade. Who do you think is going to be drafted number one overall? Who do you think your team is going to trade? Who do you think is going to be the surprise pick? If you think there's a surprise pick, let me hear it. I'm interested. I'm interested in your opinions on uh, if you think if you think there is such a thing. But really, I'm interested to see who you think may win the Super Bowl this year. Something like that. I'm all I'm all ears. I'm all ears. You know, last year, my Super Bowl picks kind of went out the door. I had Buffalo Bills. At least Buffalo did make the playoffs. I had Green Bay as my surprise team. But again, fortunately, Green Bay did make it. So this year, I'm going to have to do a little bit better. When I first started, I think when I first started, my picks were a little more accurate. But last year, I kind of went out the, uh, went out the uh, door there. Didn't, didn't do very well. I had one team make the playoffs, and one team didn't do so well at all. But I'm interested to see. And... Talk about the Green Bay Packers. Hopefully, we'll cover this episode. Maybe not this episode. Next episode, um, something about maybe something Packer related. Maybe not this episode, but next episode. We'll we'll, we'll see. We'll have we'll get out of time. We'll we'll get into discussing discussing some of that old stuff. Um, and again, if you don't listen to me on Anchor, I'm on Spotify, Art Radio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Just keep an eye on me. So please, by all means, wherever you are. If you're kicking back, relaxing, and I'm guessing it'll be about 9, 19 in the evening. I'm assuming most people probably are. Or unless you're like me, you all at work. And there, there are a few people that are certainly have, have to work evening. Have to work evening hours. And again, if you're on your way to work, then please, by all means, wherever, yeah, wherever your platform you're listening from, please, I'm, I'm all, please, listen to all of yours. As I said, we're here to cover the best football and football-related stuff. We'll certainly get into that. We'll certainly get to that here in a few minutes. Um, what we'll talk about on this, at least in this episode, we'll talk about at least one gentleman that another gentleman has come out and said that he wants to be traded. And that's coming from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a, uh, a Pro Bowl type player that wants to be traded. And again, we will discuss that possibility. Flip side, we'll discuss DeAndre Hopkins. His name's been popping up in the news here lately. Um, and we'll talk about. 
goddamn shop and say, and uh, Barclay, Saquon Barclay has popped up in, um, has popped up news lately, um, again, I guess not so good news for Giant fans, and also a defensive, uh, one of the top defensive players, Dexter, Dexter Lawrence, we'll talk about him a little bit. As uh, but pertain those two gentlemen and the New York Giants this coming season. Um, one of the things we will talk about is it is football related, but it's a, a strange, um, a strange development. Strange development. Um, we'll talk about it's a, a wild, a wild, and uh, I mean, see, we'll talk about a uh, something that has come up and uh, something that certainly got my attention. We've got some, um, the world's uh, world of buzzing a little bit. Um, yeah, I believe ESPN put an article about this, and they call it the end of, uh, of an article uh, that I did read, get a chance to read, and I certainly want to, um, we'll certainly touch on that as as well. So again, once again, if you got any questions for me whatsoever, please by all means don't hesitate to ask those questions. Uh, like I said, I'm on you know, like I said, Facebook. Or Spotify, reach out to me there. I'll if, if I can, I will do whatever I can to answer whatever question I can. Like I said, I will put aside a t- any time for any episode whatsoever to answer your questions. If not, I will do a whole episode nothing but answering your questions. Again, you are important to me. You're you know, you're my listeners, and uh, I greatly appreciate those who do listen to me, whether they're new here, old here. I appreciate it. Um, I, I've I've bored you enough. Let's let's jump to get here. And let's talk about what I talked about it off probably about 30 seconds ago. Hey, there's a, a news article that a, a news article, a a thing that was running around, and um, certainly I gotta get it, get this out. Um, as you all know, uh, Dwayne Haskins, a former Ohio State quarterback who played for the Washington Commanders and the Pittsburgh Steelers, well, unfortunately, he um, was hit was hit by a truck, a truck last off season, and passed away. Well, now there has been a a new, there's been a new, um, there's an article that's come out now, and uh, I got a chance to read it. And it's simply, it, it boggles the mind. It's like, I guess it's mind blowing. It is, it boggles the mind. It's like, it's like something you would, it's something like you, it, something like on a, a CSI, CSI episode, or like one of the, te- like a detective show or something or another. It is unbelievable. I guess you've heard the rumor now that. There, there's, there's talks of now that Dwayne Haskins might have been drugged, might have been drugged, and we don't know if it's. I believe it was maybe the hotel he stayed at. It could be a bar, a restaurant he was, um, he was eating at, and, and there was another establishment that I can't remember. I can't remember off the top of my head. But now there's a rumor going around that um, there's a serious rumor going around that he might have been, he might have been drugged, and I think his uh, fiance, I believe his fiance. Is um is now suing is suing these 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 three establishments as a possibility that I have drugged that have drugged Dwayne Haskins. Now I don't know I don't want to I'm not going to put any of these businesses or these establishments under the bus because again um I believe it was a toxic I believe the reports were that I've read that his his alcohol level was fairly high was above, I guess, the alcohol level, and uh, some people said that you know, he was maybe staggering on the highway when he got hit. Now, of course, reports were that he ran out of gas, got out of his car, and he got hit. That was the, that 
us what was told. You know, two products. Now, now we have this the alcohol levels, you know, high and the alcohol high, and then you know, the high on the interstate we got hit because of that. Now the reports that and the reports are coming out now that we want to do drug. Now, it's not at the stretch of possibility. It's not that not the realm of possibility because we've all wanted more athletes, entertainers. Yeah, we've all heard about the black black male schemes. It's nothing that it's nothing. It's it's nothing new. You don't hear about it often, but it's not it's not at the realm of possibility. It has happened. It has happened before where somebody, you know, somebody has got damaging evidence on you. Like I said, it's it sounds like a CSI episode, or it does, it really does. It sounds like something like, like that. But again, this has been this has been put out there, and I know. And like my mom always says, me, my mom and I, my mom and I talk pretty much every night. My mom always says, "This is a crazy world that we live in nowadays. The stuff that goes, I mean, the, the stuff that goes on in this world is simply just unbelievable. I mean, from." school shootings to a, a six-year-old kid going into a classroom and shooting his teacher um you know i mean school shootings mall shootings i mean uh you know shootings in a, in a, in a middle school high school elementary school colleges um yeah i mean you know it's, it is the, this world has become outrageous it's just it's just outrageous it is weird and just the way it has comes, comes under that just comes under that it is just wild and again and like i said i can't i don't know again i would hope i would hope the establishments have been named the way they have since that it was a hotel it was a restaurant whatever the case was i would hope i would hope somebody you know everybody in right mind would not be trying to do some kind of um some kind of blackmailing scheme or trying to get money from a delinquent from the delinquent Haskins. I would sort of hope that is not the case because to do that would be just utterly that is utterly wrong. I guess the best way to put it on can't say it's utterly wrong. It is it's just out there. But again, we live in a world where there's a lot of I don't want to use the word crazy people, but I guess that's I guess that's the best way I can describe it. Crazy people. I mean I mean, you know, I mean, you know, drugs does crazy things to people. You know, um, certainly some people they they live. They, some people have a tough life, and there's a point where they can't handle it anymore, and they go ballistic on the world. Um, but again, from the reports, I mean, this is an article I believe ESPN put out. It's a very interesting article. ESPN puts out some some very good articles. Now, and again, I like reading ESPN, NFL.com, and Yahoo. Probably the three best places I read. But again, I do read stuff on Facebook, and Facebook are, is one of those sites where they have Facebook will put up a lot of rumors. Like writers will put up rumors that they've heard or speculation or something like that. And that stuff is very, it's very interesting. But again, with the Dwayne Haskins thing, I certainly, you know, I. I've, you know, to me, it is just it baffles the mind that some people would be in that depths. If, you know, if, if this is true, I don't want to sit back and I don't want to, you know, stir the pot and say, yeah, this is what happened. But again, it, it, 
there needs to lot there needs to be a lot of questions and leads to a lot of questions as to what is it what what happened and you know what happened to Bill Nasty and what was going on. Now certainly um, you know certainly certainly um, police force, I'm assuming police force and whatnot will use their they'll use their technical skills to see if, if all this stuff is is legit is legit. And again, I would hope that again, I would hope that I would hope for somebody's sake or the establishment that they're gonna ask and say that be that I hope this is not I hope this is not, you know, I hope this is not the case because I because it would take a very warped human being to, to drug somebody and you know, then try to like take whatever and you know, take things from them. I believe that I believe there was an article somewhere I believe in the same thing where I think something stolen or taken from taken from my belief if I'm not mistaken. Now, if that is I believe I read that somewhere way back in the back last year. Now if that's the case, now this makes this certainly this certainly can change a few things. I mean if if Dwayne Haskins was, was rolling up into some you know some let's say some restaurant and he was wearing a yeah a ring, you know like a huge ring. I mean, let's say, for example, if, if Dwayne Haskins, let's say Dwayne, let's say the commander's hanging into a Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl, and Dwayne comes in there wearing a Super Bowl ring for the sake of this, just say for the sake of argument. Yeah. There are some people nowadays that say, oh, this man's wearing a Super Bowl ring. Hmm. I need to do one more. You know, in people's minds start going, maybe I can, you know, I need to take that from him. You know. It is, it is, it is a very, it's all I can sit back and say it's a very wild, a very wild thing to a very wild thing. I mean, Dwayne, I mean, I get it. Dwayne got uh, struggled. He got, he struggled with the commanders, and I think the commanders and Lonnever threw, I think, threw Dwayne pretty much into the fire. And they were looking for a savior for the football team. Dwayne got rushed, and Dwayne did not, you know, didn't produce. And in their eyes, who has him even better? The Pittsburgh Steelers took a chance on him, and actually, Dwayne didn't look that bad in some preseason games. He didn't look that bad. Got to the point where he actually looked at the Pittsburgh Steelers roster, and there was a possibility where he could have been, he could have been back on the team again, in a point where he could have been in a, where he could have simply maybe been a backup quarterback. Because I believe Big Ben was still a thing. I don't think Haskins would have been Big Ben enough of a job, but he could have made the team maybe as a backup quarterback, or he could have been on the yeah, because of back he had no, there was no Mitchell Trubisky. It probably would come down to him, the Mason Rudolph that Big Ben backup. And again, and again, Dwayne didn't make strides, didn't make some improvement. I saw some preseason games with uh, Dwayne Haskins playing, and he did make some improvements from the days of the Commanders to the Pittsburgh Steelers. He made some improvements. But again, and again, of course, last offseason, he had been working out with, uh, I believe he had been working out with, um, Again, I believe he was hanging with uh, Najee Harris. I believe it started last week hanging with Najee Harris in the offseason, and I think they're working, working out together. I think he's trying to get back up together with some some of the uh, receivers. Yeah, because he wanted to get better. Because he was trying to get better. But, of course, again, that horrible, horrible incident, horrible incident happened where he was killed, where he, where he, got, where he got killed. But, certainly, like I said before, I mean, like my mom said, this is a, a crazy world. 
that we live in is um, and and I hate to say it, but something you actually you fear you do fear for your life. You know, I mean, it's hard nowadays to walk into let's say a grocery store. Um, I mean, you could walk into a Pella Lowe's or a Home Depot or a Walmart, a Target, something like that. Anywhere nowadays. I mean, sometimes it's hard to go for it just to sit back and relax and go to a music concert and something like that. And you know, something can happen. This is, this is a weird, this is a crazy world. And sometimes, and sometimes you have to wonder, sometimes you have to wonder if God stares, looks down at us, and shakes his head and wonders what, 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 what do we create? Because of all the stuff that goes on, that's going on. Sometimes I wonder if the guy upstairs says, you know what? I need to do a reboot. Let me just take, let me wipe this world out just like that. Sometimes I have to wonder. I have to wonder about that sometimes. If he doesn't think that way. But again, certainly a hope. <coughs> Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, um, sometimes there are allergies. You know, allergies, it's going to have a nice day outside. Of course, you're not a pollen, but the pollen. So, I mean, but again, I do have small cases of allergies. But, um, back to task at the back to the story at hand for me it's just unbelievable that anybody that anybody that anybody would certainly go go to go to those lengths you know go to those lengths whatsoever to um to do something like that and again again like i said again whether he's a you know whether it was the hotel you're staying in, the restaurant you're staying in. I believe he was in town, like I said, if I'm not mistaken correctly, he was in town with uh, Najee Harris or some other Najee Harris and they were out having you know having a good time, um, talking about the upcoming upcoming season. And again, tragedy struck. So again, I, it's hard for me to fathom, but again, it's not out of the own possibility. There have been stories for, you know, for years among Athletes, entertainers, or people blackmail. They'll come up with come up with a come up with a story. We've told this story, and they try to blackmail an athlete or an entertainer, or I mean, I'm sure you know, and other people go go through this, and it's it is sad. It's wrong. It is, but again, you have people in the world that do stuff like that, and certainly. Unfortunately, a guy like a guy like Dwayne Haskins, if this is all true, fell into that, fell into that hole. And again, certainly, I hope none of this stuff is true. Again, I would hope not. But if it is, then ah, the people that done to the people who are responsible for this, if this if this if this is true, and I don't want you know coming out and and you know because again, I'm not a, I'm not a um, I'm not a writer. I'm not a, an investigative journalist. Nothing like that. But again, I just read and I try to state the fact from what I read from the articles. But if this is the case and this is the truth, and I certainly hope this is not the truth. But if this, but if this is what, if this is what really happened, he got drugged to the point which led to this, led to his death. And again, whoever's responsible for that, responsible for this, yeah, should be not put in jail. They should put under the jail, as I, as I like to like to phrase it. So again, I'm interested. So again, please, I'm gonna follow the story more 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 closely. This was put out last week. Um, 
there's nothing else new that's come off of this story. But again, it's talking about that I will follow very closely. And if this is true, and if it ends up being true, I certainly hope Dwayne Haskins' family gets gets the justice that they, they deserve. If this if this is if this is very if this is true, again, I hope not. But like my mom has said, this is a crazy, crazy world we live in, and it's a sad world that we live in. But again, you've got people out there that'll do some crazy, strange, and unusual things. But again, this is an odd, odd world. It's a sad world that we live in. Every time you turn on the TV, you see, you know, it's like it's, it's like what mom says, you always see something bad. You don't see good stuff anymore. A lot of times you're on the news, your local news, you see about 80% bad stuff. Maybe 20% good stuff if, you, if you're lucky. And that 20% might be a fleeting 20%. Maybe more 90, maybe 90% bad luck, bad stuff. Maybe 10% good stuff. And, and unfortunately, that's kind of the way the world is. We, we, always bring, we always bring up bad stuff. We always talk about the bad things that go on in this world. We don't talk, we don't really talk about the good, the good stuff, good things that happen in this news. Very seldom you hear that. But it's always nice to hear good stuff that goes on in the world. That people do good stuff. But 90% of the time, we always hear bad stuff. Bad stuff, what goes on, what's, what's not right in this world. There comes a point in time we need to, we need to hear what's going on right in this world. But for Dwayne Haskins and his family, certainly, I hope, I, again, I hope none of this, none of this stuff is true. But if it is true, I certainly hope that they get their justice. As jump to the next, to the next subject, it seems like, maybe it's me, but it seems like every other day or something like that, you hear that another player wants to leave their football team. Well, now, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers... Linebacker, inside linebacker Devin White wants to, he wants to be traded for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now Devin, Devin has quietly had a pretty successful career, I think, since the uh, Buccaneers draft, drafted him. He's been a successful player for the Buccaneers. He's played on some very good Buccaneer teams. He played on a team that, that won a Super Bowl, you know, a few years back. It didn't seem long ago when Tom Brady took the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to the Super Bowl. And Devin White was responsible as he played on that side of the ball. And to be honest with you, if you look at the Buccaneers, you look at this year, the team, Tampa Bay's defense, is not really that bad at all. Well, I mean, overall, Tampa Bay's team is not that bad. The biggest thing in Tampa Bay last year, the offensive line was, yeah, had injuries. The injuries crippled the offensive line, which I think it affected the running game. It might, it might affect the Brady's play. Now, you can certainly say that part of that was Tom. Maybe part of that was uh, Tom going through a divorce. You can say that affected him as well. Maybe you can say that. But again, the defense, the defense sure has ups and downs. The defense is not a bad defense. It's one of it's one it's it's one of the it's one of the top one of the top defenses in this league. Now last year, going into last year, Tampa Bay had one of the better defenses I thought in football, and a lot of actually felt the same way. But again, but again, Tampa Bay. And the thing with Tampa Bay is this year, Tampa Bay has played a lot of teams during that numbers crunch, right? I mean, they let a few, they let some offensive linemen go last season. 
male than that. Only Donovan Smith, left tackle for eight years with all of a solid left tackle. Was a solid left tackle. He didn't get a lot of credit where it was due, but he was a solid left tackle for them for those years. So the offensive line was going through shambles. Another guy was Leonard Fournette, Kevin. Leonard Fournette, he had a couple of good years in Bay, but last year came to camp in bad shape and overweight. And of course, the year they had Brady. Brady was retired now. Drew Brown is, is retired. Um, you know, Mike Evans did have a thousand yard year last year, but Mike Evans and Brady came down the same page. Godwin came in. He was coming from ACL injury. He kind of struggled the first couple of games, but once he got, got going, an all thousand yard season. And then Rob Gronkowski had hired. Some thought that hired the tight end position. position. Now, Cameron Brady. He's a kind of an unsung tight end in this league. He is he is gone now. They've let him go. They've let also Donovan Smith go. They've let a few. They've let some defensive players go. And of course, they did resign some defensive players. But again, Tampa Bay has not had to resign. They resigned with Baker Mayfield, so I guess we're pretty used to the new starting quarterback. Now, my only guess with Devin White is Devin Devin White is a change in Tampa Bay, and maybe maybe Devin sees the doesn't see where things are going to get any better. Now, again, a 45-year-old Tom Brady is probably better than Baker Mayfield. I'm not going to argue that point with you. Yeah, I wouldn't argue that point with you at all whatsoever. And you have a better chance of maybe winning a division, maybe winning a playoff game with Tom Brady than you do Baker Mayfield. I'm not going to argue that point. Now, Baker, Baker won the guy under Sean McVay's tree. He did play better under Sean McVay. But again, that's Sean McVay. We're talking about Todd Bowles. Now again, the Tampa Bay has needed offensive coordinator that they have needed this year. And then again, they're going with they're going with uh, Rashard Gary, their running back. Uh, Vaughn is their second running back. Not to say they might not add a veteran running back or a running back they, they draft. But as of right now, Rashard Gary is be is going to be the starting running back. Offensive line. The offensive line has gone through ups and gone through downs. Again, to me it's because the offensive line is going to be shaky again. But again, I think with Devin White, Devin White sees it, he sees it probably going to well. He had to give it a while to play his offense Super Bowl team too, for salary cap purposes. You know, Mike Weston, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, they can't win with salary cap. And there are two very good receivers in this league. And again, there was talk about them trading one of them. At least one of them could have been traded this offseason. But again, it's a, again, again, there's still some talent on the defense side of the ball, and it's veteran. They brought some veterans back, you know, for Tampa Bay. But again, I think the bottom line is Devin White sees the writing on the wall. I think he simply is an inside linebacker that, that wants out. Now, of course, there's been articles written about, well, if, if Tampa Bay was going to consider, you know, seriously consider trading him, uh, you know, who would he go to? The one name gets mentioned is the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles lost a lot of players on the defense side of the ball, but they were able to get some of the defense players back as, as well. And again, a lot of people think Devon, uh, Devin White would be perfect with the Eagles. Again, Howie Roseman, he always seems to find a way to add that right player at the right time. And again, I can see Devin White in, in the green. I can, certainly, I can certainly see that as a possibility. Of course, when it comes to a hot defensive player, New England always gets mentioned in Bill Belichick. And yes, I can see Bill adding a uh, a Devin White to the team. I can see that. That sounds about reasonable. Again, you know, again, uh, again, if you look at uh, New England's defense, would probably be a strong point again. 
it's not the wildness or the delinquents. And again, adding death, red, and white, you know, certainly not, but yeah, certainly, but um, yeah, bonus food. Um, certainly start, start looking around. Uh, one possible love is Denver Broncos. Well, you think, well, the Denver Broncos, I don't know, Broncos have a draft capital trade, trade for them, but again, they need linebacking help in any way, shape, or form. A guy like Devin White would be perfect for Sean Payton. Yeah. And to, you know, to recruit. But yeah, that was a that was a that was gonna be a possible possible possibility. Just a couple names out there. Now again, I would throw the, the Raiders in there. The Raiders can use help anywhere on the defensive side of the ball. Devin White in Vegas. I can see that. That yeah, that I think that would be a good thing for the Raiders to get a guy like Devin White. Um you keep going on, you keep going, you know, on and on. Um, just to me they can certainly use his services. Um, I would love to see Cincinnati Bengals get into the Bengals. I think they have a little bit of issues at the linebacking spot. I'd love to see Devin White in, in the in the orange and black. I would love to see him there, but I don't I don't see I don't see you know, Dick Tobin and company making that making that adjustment. But again, yes, if the if the Buccaneers are serious about trading Devin White, he certainly is serious. He's still he's still still a young player, so he certainly a guy that is a good pass rusher from the inside linebacking position. And again, but there have been rumors coming out there that uh, Tampa Bay has no interest whatsoever in accommodating Devin White, but they want him to uh, want to move back. And I don't blame Tampa Bay. I wouldn't want to trade a guy either. Again. Tampa Bay is still a team that's going to be a team who one of the teams can beat in this division. As we stated before in previous episodes, let's be honest with you, this is a tough, a tough, tough division. This could be anybody's division. Tampa Bay, I wouldn't rule Tampa Bay out if it was if if Baker can play anywhere anywhere where he plays with the with the Rams, he might have a shot. Yeah, can the offense can the front can the offensive line improve from last year? Can yeah. Can Rashard White replace Leonard Fournette? Again, can the defense bounce back? Okay. Those are those are questions that have to have to be that have to be answered. But again, they're still contenders. The Saints. A lot of people feel that the Saints are still contenders. Okay. Yes, they did add Derek Carr. Derek Carr is an upgrade over over Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston. Yes, he's an upgrade. But again, think about Derek Carr. He's had a losing record in this league. Again. Metro City, the Saints defense is better than whatever the Raiders he ever had with the Raiders. The three uses of veteran defense, and to me, could that make a difference? The decent offensive line, yes, you have Alvin Kamara. Um, Michael Thomas is coming back, but again, can he? Yeah, can he stay? Yeah, can he stay healthy? That's that's an all situation. But again, the Saints are contenders. What about the Atlanta Falcons? You think about all the all the moves that the Atlanta Falcons made was centered on the defense side of the ball. Which don't get me wrong, Atlanta needs to make improvements on the defense side of the ball. Make no mistake about it. But they did a pretty outstanding job adding some veteran pieces. They also went out and got Jesse Bates, the safety from Cincinnati. So they 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 have done their job. They're doing due diligence as far as getting that. The Panthers, well, you got Frank Reich. But, you know, the Panthers, the Panthers have a pretty good defense. Their offense is the issue. Again, Atlanta, offense is the issue. It's, the funny thing about it is if you look, if you look at this division, 
defensively attack it by the Saints, the Buccaneers, the Falcons now, and even the Panthers. It's all about defense for this division. For this division to win, it's going to be the offense. What offense can generate enough points to win games? To me, that's what that's the way this is, this is shaping up to be. What do you think about it? Offense is going to be. Offense is going to be. Uh, it's but I think it has to be stated, I think if you look at the NFC South, it is the, it depends what team can score the most points. Um, and to me, it gets, it gets right back down to the Saints or the Buccaneers. Uh, again, Atlanta had a pretty good, Atlanta did an excellent job running the football last year, but again, Atlanta has an identity right now where they're talking about even drafting another quarterback. Yeah, this year. We think that was like eighth overall pick in this year's draft, and after we're talking about even drafting another quarterback, and so I, you don't know. Certainly, another Panthers will draft a quarterback with the first overall pick in the draft, obviously. So to me, it gets back down to the Bucks. It gets down to the Bucks. So we'll see. But back to the question at hand. I mean, I don't see Tampa Bay trading. Probably defensive piece I talked about. Where would Devin want to go? Like I said, there's several teams that would take that would say that would take Devin White. Devin White's um, skills. There's a lot of teams out there that could use so make, make no mistake about it. But again, with the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers are like everybody else in the NFC South. Defense is going to be the key. The defense who can score the most offensive points in this division. And right now, it cuts down to the to the Buccaneers or the Saints. And to be honest, to be honest with you. Right now, I would give the Saints the, just the tiniest of edge because I think I trust Derek Carr, even the losing record in the NFL, over Baker Mayfield right now. Again, again, I think the Saints have a little bit of offensive line than the Buccaneers. Again, I take Alvin Kamara over whatever they got. Again, I'll still take Evans and Godwin. But again, if Mike Thomas can play for a full 17 games, and that's a huge if. You got a nice young receiver, Chris Lee. I like him to death. I think he's one of the top. I think he's one of the best, best young receivers in the game. Going off his former teammate, Gary Wilson, for the Jets, I think are two fine young receivers in this game. But again, it's interesting. I think to me, they might have the edge. And it's not because of defense, it's because of the offense. Can Baker Mayfield, can Baker Mayfield for the Bears? I think that is the big reason. That is the big reason for this. Division. But again, again, the Buccaneers are coming out talking about the trade Devin White, and I don't blame them one single bit. Now, unless somebody goes down, falls, gets an offer super count of years, unless they give us like a high draft pick, maybe some like a second round draft pick, maybe the Buccaneers might have but I don't see anybody offering a second round pick for a guy like Devin White. If they're going to do it, it would be a fourth, fifth round pick for a guy like Devin White. And I can't believe that nobody's willing to take something like that. But again, there are teams that will take Devin White. Like I said, the Eagles, yes. I could see the Giants. Maybe the Giants. The Giants could use help on the defensive side of the ball. Certainly, I could see you know, I could see that's a possibility. Possibility. And what about the Detroit Lions? The Detroit Lions have been adding defensive things. They've been adding a couple of cornerbacks, and that's why they traded, that's why they traded their, uh, 
number one draft pick of a couple of years ago because the uh, because of uh, they had you know other pieces into the secondary. And I wouldn't be surprised if they had another cornerback because again in this league you can never have enough cornerbacks. I know one day one point time they never had enough offensive linemen, enough pass rushers, but you had a cornerback that to that list of list as well. And I think that is something that um yeah. But yeah, I could see him in Detroit. Absolutely. Um again, a lot of teams can I mean, I would have said one time the Seattle Seahawks were getting something but you had Bobby Wagner and you had uh, Debbie Bush, so I can't really see them adding him. But can he miss? I can see it now, really. I, one odd possible is what about the Buffalo Bills? Well, you know, the Buffalo, I can see I can see him in Buffalo again. Bob Miller, he's got to recover from his injury. Now granted, Devin is an inside linebacker, not an outside linebacker, but Devin would be a good addition. Again, what about the Pittsburgh Steelers? Pittsburgh Steelers have had linebacking issues. A guy like Devin Buckley would be great for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It'd be great for them. The Ravens. I can see the Ravens even add, even adding in, adding more defense to the Bills and getting in and cleaning up. I can see Cleveland adding a, a nice little guy like that, a guy like that to the team. Certainly, um, the Titans. The Titans could use him. The Titans could use him. As long as the Titans go in that direction, they go in Texas. The Houston Texans. I can see the Texans even taking a swing for the fences on, the, on a guy, still a guy like this to add to build, add more pieces around. Really solid, would be the future, be solid defending team for the Houston Texans for years. Heck, I can see Jacksonville reaching out, reaching out to him. I can see Kansas City doing it. We talked about the Atlanta Raiders already. But again, Denver, Denver can use a linebacker too. Just tell you that. No, I wouldn't be surprised if anybody, if anybody reaches out. No, I wouldn't be surprised if anybody reaches out to the to the, uh, to the Buccaneers for Devin White. Absolutely. I, I, again, Devin's a very Looking at the trading, and again, I think the bottom line is Devin sees the writing on the wall. The team, you know, I mean, you're losing this player, you're losing that player, and you're, and again, you're losing pieces right back. And to be honest with you, if the Buccaneers do not win, let's say the NFC South, or do not make the playoffs, or do not even win a playoff game or two, I think they will turn the team up for the following year. And guys like Devin White, Mike Williams, Mike, excuse me, Mike Evans, um, Chris Godwin. These are guys that are going to have trade value, absolutely, absolutely. They've got trade value, but it's interesting to see what the what the Bucks will do in the draft this year. Do they do they get a quarterback of the future? Do they feel that they can get Miles Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask? Do they go out and get another pass rusher? Do they add an offensive lineman because of injuries last year? Do they go out and surprise people today as number one back to the team? There's a lot of different things. There's a lot of things the Buccaneers have to certainly consider that first their first pick. But, and how the draft strategy will get panned out. But for, but for this team, but for this guy right here, the bottom line is, for the bar, I mean, for the, you know, for the Bucks, no, Devin White's not going anywhere unless somebody blows him up and they said they can't refuse. But again, I get Devin White's point of view. Bottom line is, you want to, you know, the bottom line is, he sees it right on the wall. You feel for this year, if Tampa Bay does not do anything this year, then yeah, then it's time to tear down the team and rebuild it. And I think Devin wants to just get out of under that before I think he wants to get traded before yeah, before he sees 
the worst. Now we've talked about DeAndre Hopkins, and I guess in, this, in a few episodes, well, the Lakers are pointing out of this that DeAndre Hopkins is is doing his own off off season workouts, and he does not have any intention of coming to the Cardinals off you know, you know the off season program. He's going to continue to work out the scurvy by himself, and not and not with the Cardinals. Now, this is not a surprise because again, there have been so many trade rumors about DeAndre Hopkins and certainly we probably won't cover this episode we'll cover next next episode there's another team that's jumped in to the forefront now again I've heard so many I heard one the Buffalo Bills would be interested in his services Buffalo has kind of gotten out of that has said they're not they're not interested in that they're not interested in him at all whatsoever um there's one time the Baltimore Ravens name got mentioned but now they've had Odell Beckham so I want to see Hopkins going to the Ravens um, of course, the one biggest rumor has been the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the Kansas City Chiefs is not a, is outside the stretch of the imagination. They need, they need a number one receiver. You put Hopkins with Patrick Mahomes, even Pat, even Hopkins at 31 years old is still a productive player in this league. And he is, after his six-game suspension for the PED, he's still, he was still the best receiver that the Cardinals had last year. And that's saying something of his skill sets. His skill set, if that he gets the first six games and still is the only receiver of that team, that shows you how good you really are. But again, Hopkins has had one suspension, had injuries, you know, the year before that. You have to wonder again how healthy can this guy be for a full 17 games. But I'll still take my chances with Hopkins. And again, it's certainly worth a gamble for the Chiefs if they were interested in his services to get Hopkins. Let's go count what 30 million, I believe, is between now and 30 million that would be on the on the cap again of course i know teams they can they can you know wiggle you know wiggle around like one team that take about x amount maybe like about x amount of money off of the off your hands or something like that to pay his contract of course you've heard where some teams will pay a will pay 12 million of this guy's salary to get him off your hands all you do is pay like 8 million or something like that we've heard you've heard stories like you've heard stories about that type in this league but the thing is, with Hopkins, Hopkins is not again, this is not a surprise now. Now new now new new yeah, new head coach of the Cardinals has sit has sit back and said, Well, he has talked to Hopkins. He's been talking to Hopkins, you know, throughout throughout this progress process. And again, that's that's good news that he's talking to Hopkins, but you have to wonder with all these trade talks going on, and again the Cardinals seem to be being used for a lot of wrong reasons. Um not in this episode, but probably in the next episode, we'll talk about another player. If we, we just talked about Devin White wants to be traded out of there, but now there's another guy, another Pro Bowl type player that he wants out of the Cardinals. And it's not only Hopkins, but there's another guy on the defense side of the ball. But like I said, we'll talk about him. But Hopkins, Hopkins sees the writing on the wall. They've been talking about all off season, and usually if you're a football player and you hear all these rumors, and and again, the Cardinals are not denying, come out denying that they're going to trade Hopkins. They better go get Hopkins faster for the right price. And again, they're a team that, I don't want to say they're in a rebuilding mode, but in some way, shape, or form, it's kind of in a rebuilding mode. J.J. Watt retired. You've got one player wants out. Um, your, your quarterback you're paying a lot of money for is not might not be ready to what? 
maybe mid-season at best, maybe a little bit sooner if you're lucky. You might know about mid-season at best. And again, we added Marcus Brown in the off-season, but of course, he got hurt last year. So again, Hopkins, I guess Hopkins is kind of like Devin Whitney. He, I, don't, I don't blame him. He's not going to come to, 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 um, to any off-season conditioning programs or any off-season programs whatsoever for the for the Cardinals because they want him out. And that's been, that's been said by several sources that he wants to. Again, there's a lot of things that meant Hopkins, but again, the bottom line is, what's the price tag? And can you get the money to move down? Because again, Hopkins guaranteed a lot of money. And that's hard to trade a guy like Hopkins. But again, the coach says that he's talked to Hopkins and they, they want Hopkins there. But again, it's... I guess the old expression is the damage. The damage has been done. And Hopkins appears to be pretty much gone. Or at least we think he's getting close to it. But I think he's going to be gone. Again, could it be a draft day trade? It's not the other known possibility. So you got to take a look at you got A.J. Brown was traded last year at draft day. Marquise Brown was traded at draft day last year. So no, it's not an impossibility that he could be traded. Again, there are several teams that want a guy. Again, I still think the New York Giants. The New York Giants have had a couple of receivers, but they don't have that number one receiver that can take him over the top. A guy like Hopkins, you put him with you put him with um, an improving Daniel Jones and Barkley's running in the, in the running game. Yeah, your team gets a little bit better. And you also you already added Darren Waller, a pretty good tight end, Darren Waller. You had Hopkins, a legitimate number one receiver. You've got something to work with, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. There was talk one time that Aaron Rodgers had to stay with Green Bay. Did you add Hopkins to Green Bay? They'd be an interesting fit, but I don't see Hopkins and Aaron for some unexplained reason. I don't see him fitting. But again, we'll talk about Hopkins in another episode, in a future episode, where there's another one that's come out, come out about, about him. But again... There's several teams that there's several teams, many teams in this area that would take Hopkins. I mean, there's always talk about New England. New England needs a number one receiver. But again, you know, you know, do I see Hopkins working with Belichick? I don't know. Not not really. Um again, the Tennessee Titans, their name's got thrown out there for Don DeAndre Hopkins. But they're in a they're in a cost cutting mode. I don't see them going out and getting Hopkins. But at least Hopkins is able to do that. Hopkins would certainly put the pressure off of um, Derrick Henry. He would do. He would certainly do that a little bit. And the Indianapolis Colts, I thought, would be an interesting fit. They'd be a number one receiver. You put him with Pittman. It's a good one-two punch. But again, no quarterback. That would be a situation there. Kansas City, without a doubt, Kansas City could use a, a guy like Hopkins. There's no denying that. Kansas City probably would be the best fit for them. But again, could Kansas City pull it off? I don't doubt it. Kansas City, again, is an old team like the Philadelphia Eagles, like the Baltimore Ravens. They seem to find a way to make that right trade or do the, like do the right drag, get the right draft pick. They see they're an organization that seems to do that. And to be honest with you, it's not about a far-fetched possibility that, that, they, that they could do that. Yes, I believe they could, they could pull that off. But for Hopkins, no, I don't, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't come to the all-season for long, doesn't show up at all, at all for him, because again, Hopkins feels the writing's on the wall, he feels that he's going to be traded. 
And again, we might be right. But then again, who knows? Maybe they, they keep, maybe they do keep him around. Maybe, you know, maybe, you know, Kyler Murray, Joe Hopkins, you got Brown, you got, you know, you got Ertz. He's not, and, and Connor's running the football. He's not a bad offense. It's not a bad offense. The defense is what really needs to be worked on. Now, certainly Kyler Murray's got to improve. He, yeah, he certainly took a dip back last year. And certainly, yeah, he, he digressed last year. And that's, that is a, that's a situation that needs to be corrected. Because to be honest with you, if you got a quarterback that hasn't proven every single year in this league, then all of a sudden, he dips. Some, you, know, you can chalk it up to bad year, but again, it's a concern. But if you're a quarterback that hasn't proven every single year in this league, then you get that big contract and then you dip. And again, Calgary has been a subject of a lot of controversy because, because of that. But again, but for Hopkins, I'm not surprised Hopkins is not I'm surprised Hopkins. It doesn't shock me at all that Hopkins is not, is not coming to in the offseason programs. I get that, and I understand that. Hopkins, again, he sees right in red. He doesn't think everything he's going to get back with the, with the, with the uh, team. And he may well be right. And there's, I'm sure, a lot of teams are calling Derek Carr right now. Hey, what do you want from him? What's it taking off your hands? I'm sure they're fielding phone calls for Hopkins. If not, the line did it, but I'm sure they are. But for Hopkins, granted, the new, the new, the new ball, the new ball coach says that he's um, staying in contact with Hopkins and he's had a good rapport with him, which I'm not, which he probably has been. But again, the bottom line is, Hopkins may well be out. And to be in the back of that, if you're Kyler Murray, it, it losing hearing your number one receiver once out doesn't bode well for you in the long run. Yes, you got Marcus Brown still hanging around. Marcus hasn't been able to stay healthy. Zach Ertz, he's a quality. He's a pretty decent tight end himself. But again, if I'm Colin Murray, and my number one guy against up and down, up and down the Cardinals, then I have to wonder myself, what is it, what is the sense of me staying, you know, staying around in Arizona? Maybe I need to figure a way to get, get up, up out, of, out of Arizona. And don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Maybe not this season. Don't be, maybe, maybe not this season. But mark my words, come 2024, don't be surprised if Colin Murray, if Colin Murray says, you know what, I signed that fat contract, but I want to up out of here. Don't be shocked if that if that's, if that's the next thing that goes down. Mark, mark my words on that. I got a feeling that's going to happen. That's going to happen. But for Hopkins, Hopkins, I look for him to be traded. I look for maybe a possible draft day trade. And talk about guys, players that may not, may not end up in the um, off-season program. Saquon Barkley, his name has been thrown around as a, as he is not going to sign his contract, which means he cannot come to any off-season programs. Now again, whether this is not a total surprise, really, this is not a surprise. Um, Again, the Giants had a choice. They, they signed Aaron Jones to a long-term extension. And now Barkley, who had a good year last year, who's healthy for a full 17 games, and produced like everybody thought he would produce. But now Barkley, he wants a contract. I'm not saying, you know, he wants a contract now. I think Barkley's coming out and said he doesn't want the Christian McCaffrey type of contract or Derek Henry type of contract. But he wants to, he wants to be well. 
And again, I don't blame Barkley in this league. You know, Barkley is 25 years old. And really, you know, trust me, a life infection of a running back in this league is few far in between. And he wants to be paid. But again, Barkley, again, you're in the day and age where you can find a running back anywhere. And people don't pay higher price tags for running backs anymore. Again, now again, there's an argument going that Dexter Lawrence from the top defensive players. I think that he's not going to participate in the offseason programs. So again, it kind of, for the Giants, for being a team that wasn't set to do much last year, got in the playoffs. Well, now the pressure, now the expectations go up because you made the playoffs last year, and now you expect to get back to the playoffs again, win a division championship, you know, something like that. So now, it becomes a very interesting fact. Now, what do we do with Barkley? If, if you can't get Barkley to sign a contract, now we talk about do you, do you consider trading Barkley after all? Now, there, there's, there was talks, three talks before all this went down, that they, Barkley could be traded. One possible that the Chicago Bears were interested in, in, his, in his services. Now, to me, Barkley is certainly rather important. Or Herbert, as the, as the top two running backs for the Bears, he's certainly better. But again, you question the offensive line. Now, I'd love to see the Philadelphia Eagles, but I don't see the Giants trading to rival the rival Eagles. That ain't happening. But then you start looking around. What about the Kansas City Chiefs? I mean, can you imagine if Kansas City landed Barkley to go along with Mahomes? That's mind blowing. The one team to be interested is the Denver Broncos. Think about it. Javante Williams, we don't know if he'll be back. Yeah, we don't know if he'll be back. But can you imagine Barkley with Sean Payton? I'm just saying, I'll put, I'll put it out there. I'll put it out there. Here's a possibility. We trade Austin Eckler for the Chargers. He leaves Barkley to L.A. Now, can't, now hold, think, think about the possibility. Now, you think about that possibility. Again, I'll put it out there. I have to stretch. It's an odd stretch, but what about it? Eckler comes to New York. Barkley goes to L.A. Just saying, it wouldn't be bad. But again, I think the problem is both teams would put so again, it would solve a problem for this year, but for the future, that might be a problem. Because Eckler wants a new contract, so does Barkley. I guess if that, if that, what they call it, kill two birds with one stone type of thing. Again, for Dexter Lawrence, Lawrence is, is one of the top defensive players, certainly on the Giants, and a very good defensive line in this league. Again, that could hurt if he does not want to come to. Um, he doesn't want to see that could hurt. That could hurt the uh, defensive, the defensive uh, game plan or defense moving forward. But for Barkley, again, it doesn't bode well for the Giants because trust me, you don't have a. There's not a uh, a plan B if Barkley does not, you know, you know, come to terms. And to be honest with you, you need Barkley if you're going to contend in the division. Well, Philadelphia, now Philadelphia, like I said, you know, all they did was taking a, a couple of shots on the defensive side of the ball and lost one offensive lineman. But again, they're still out in the division. Dallas. Dallas has actually improved, not hurt themselves, but actually improved themselves. And so to me, Dallas is a team that would be a contender, certainly in the division. And to be the Giants right now, they're probably the third best team in this division. But again, you need Barkley. You need Dexter Lawrence to be a contender in that division. And we all remember what John Murrow told uh, Ron Draper. We talked about it a few episodes ago. Don't get a big head. Well, I don't think Brian Draper's got a big head. I've all been a stretch of imagination. But 
You can't get Barclay. You can't get Dexter Lawrence in there. It hurts the Giants' chances of repeat. That's all I have time for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Please take care of yourselves. See you again very soon.